Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. We were talking about Dublin Airport and uh, the possibility of drop off and collection charges. A lot of listeners not happy about that. Well, there's also concerns again being flagged about the impact of noise pollution from the airport at one Dublin school and it's the Kilkoska National School um, in, in, in North Dublin that are quite worried about the impact of noise. Their Vice Principal Patricia Finnegan is with me on the show today. Patricia, will you just tell us how the noise is impacting you? We are a small school in a beautiful part of North County Dublin and we've been here since 1948. The worst case scenario for our school would be we would have a plane flying directly over the roof of our school or over our schoolyard every few minutes at very low heights, bringing with that very loud noise, very strong smells of aviation fluid and all sorts of disruption. So our school has been here since 19, in this building since 1948. Um, and to be honest, it's the, kind of, it's the kind of school where generations of families have walked through our doors. How many students, Patricia, are in the school? Yes, yeah, so we have 117 students in this school. Many of them, many of them, I suppose, that are living locally, so they are being bombarded by the noise at home. They're coming to school to be bombarded by the noise again, and then they're going home in the afternoon to play football in St. Margaret's GA Club, where they get the noise again. So have you always been under the flight path? We had never been impacted in the, my 15 years previously anyway. So how bad is the, uh, uh, is the uh, noise? Like, can, you, can you give listeners an insight into what you and the kids there are dealing with every day, Patricia? We're really feeling the impact of it because we are such a small school and we rely heavily on our outdoor space. It, it serves so many purposes for us. You know, it, it gives us the option to come together as a school, to invite the community in. We don't have a PE hall. So when we have to bring learning outside, it, it, it's so important that it's peaceful, that it's safe. We've had a couple of assemblies and lovely things organised for the yard that we just have to cut short because the noise has been too loud and too disruptive the assemblies have just fallen flat. How constant is this noise though? At a worst case scenario, it's every two minutes a plane flying low overhead. So they're coming from two directions. So we either get them coming over the, the flat roof of our school or they're coming over our schoolyard. Um, and on the worst, the worst days, every two minutes from the beginning of the school day, that would be happening until right up to the time the children go home and then God knows what time that stops after the people in the community. Every two minutes, Patricia? Every two minutes, yeah. How do the kids react to this? Because like, I, I know listeners are going to say, if, you know, for a lot of kids being close to the airport and the planes and all the activity, but yeah. I mean, sure, they're probably fed up looking at it. Yeah, and you see, I think so many children today have sensory processing issues and can be overly sensitive to loud noises, especially children with additional needs. And we have two classes here for pupils with autism. Unfortunately, those children are non nonverbal, pre-verbal children and they can't communicate with us the impact this this is having on them. So we have to be very proactive and kind of preempt the problems this might be causing for them. And that's meant that we can use our outdoor space a lot less frequently for fears and for concerns that we could be triggering something for those children. We love our outdoor space and you know, a hall would be a fantastic addition, but it, it doesn't give us back the freedom of our, our sensory gardens, you know, it doesn't give us back the freedom to teach a PE lesson out there on a sunny day and be heard by the children. I think ultimately, you know, there's suggestions of insulation and all of that kind of stuff. You can't insulate our yard and our yard is something that's worked really well for us, you know, since 1948. Mm. 
the, yeah. you, you mentioned um, some of the children, Patricia, and, and those, I suppose, that are maybe predominantly non-verbal um, and obviously yeah. attend the school and, and, and um, uh, the classes for with additional needs. But like, yeah. how, how can you see how they how the, those kids have been impacted by this? You see, uh, children with autism or autistic children, they internalise things. So something could happen, you know, right now at half past ten and that might manifest itself tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock. You know, they internalise things. And because of the, the, their uh, communication needs, they might never be able to express express that. So that might come out in, you know, in them becoming anxious or them becoming really upset or them refusing to, to attend school. You know, so it's very hard to pinpoint um, what or when they were bothered by it. But, you know, it's, it's something that we're very concerned for because, you know, with sensory processing, we're assuming um, that it is very difficult for children with additional needs and children in the mainstream classes too. Pre the development or the opening of the runway, what was yeah. what was your and the, view, and the school's view on this? Well, you know, like I had said, um, we are, you know, here a long time. We've never been disrupted by the airport before. And I think my understanding of talking, you know, to people in the community and listening to what um, people are saying, Kilcoskin was never identified as being under a flight path in the current plan or the planning commission that the DAA put forward. Um, and that's kind of something that I just hold on strongly to because, you know, um, that that's... That's the scary thing. We were never identified as being under the flight the flight path when the new runway opened. So you never in, you never envisaged Patricia. No, having to deal it, with this until until that first day in September. You know when it became very very obvious. And um, no, we were we were never aware that the school was going to be impacted in the way that it has been. Is there anything you can do now? You know the board of management here and the principal are excellent and they're doing a lot. Um, behind the scenes and we're liaising with the people of the community and you know hopefully eventually we'll get to have conversations with, with the right people but you know it's it's a waiting game apart from that you know Has there been any engagement with the airport or the DAA? The DAA they have you know they have engaged with us um, but it's all very um, you, you know it, 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 it's very PC it, it's all done correctly but you know we don't have any more information than the rest of the community okay so what's going to happen like how concerned are parents about this so you see the, the parents the parents particularly are, are quite concerned just you know because their children's quality of life has been majorly um disrupted um that the parents of the children who live in the area are finding it really, really difficult to concern for their children's health, their mental health, and their futures at the school. We have children that come in from all over North County Dublin. And so some of the families are probably not aware of the impact of the constant noise because they're traveling to bring their kids to school here. But for the parents living in the area, it's very, very difficult. And for the children too. Are you concerned that some parents might take their kids out of the school, Patricia? It, it is a concern. I, I, you know, it is a concern, but I can't let my myself look de- look down that far. You know, I have to believe that the DAA um, can reflect on this and show the people of the area that they're taking this really seriously. 
and find a resolution sooner rather than later and, and understand the impact they're having on the community because, you know, if I let myself think that far ahead, um, then then I'm, 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 I'm kind of admitting the tweet. But it, it is a concern, yes, it is. Okay, Brefney is on the line as well. Brefney, you um, you're the the father of uh, children in Kilcoskin School. Like, were you aware of how bad the situation is? No, I mean, not obviously until the flight initially began in August. Um, that was the first time we would have been aware. But I think, like many local residents in the area, we thought it was just a blip and that it'll resolve itself in a couple of days. And um, the DAA kind of sent out a statement confirming as much um, but all that's happened is that it's gotten worse um, especially since the 23rd of February when they have changed to flight path again slightly um, what's now happened is there's been a concentration of flights which come directly over to school and my home then is about 100 metres 150 metres from the school um, so for us the problem is okay. actually gotten even worse So you're you're getting it both at home and the children in school then Brefney? Yeah, I mean, and that's what concerns me most. It's something that I know Trish was alluding to there. Um, for anybody who lives in the community, my kids will get that on their way to school. Um, the flights are, are there throughout school and they're in the yard. I know Trish mentioned about not having much space, but when they come home and we try and send them outside, there's times where our kids will say, we can't hear each other, can we come inside? And we know what it's like, so we, we bring them in. But now the TV volume in the house has to go up because they can't hear the volume set at 11 or 12 is usually our cap for the TV in the room. It's now gone up to 18, 19. So now if my wife and I are in the kitchen, we're having to speak louder and it just becomes this race against who's shouting the most and it's all got to do with the planes being outside, Mm. flying over and the lack of control. And I I think on, on top of that then, it's the other things that we would have enjoyed, which any family should hope to enjoy, which is just going even for a cycle in the area, we can't do that. If our eight-year-old takes off on her bike and she goes a little bit further ahead, a car comes along, because it's still the country. Um, if a car comes and a plane's flying over, we've we no chance. And so we've just, we've stopped doing it. And if the kids want to go for a cycle, we've just packed the bike up into the car and, and head to Malahide or to Newbridge and take them out there for it. Um, and, you know, you do, you, you kind of become a prisoner. You feel, you feel really trapped because... There's nothing you can do. Um, and I, I suppose we built our home in 2016. We've been in the area since 1983. I actually went to Cosco School. Um, we were never told about it in our in our consultations with Fingal County Council. We were never told to put any noise insulation in whatsoever. Um, and we built, as per the recommendations, our home to, to quite a high level. Um, and just what that means is the DAA will say well, there may be some homes that get insulated or something like that. And, and that's no use because we have to keep windows open in our house nearly 11 months of the year. So we can't escape the noise no matter what. And it's bad enough losing your garden. Um, but when it's when it's coming in and it's impacting on sleep, it's impacting on your daily life, it's just torture. Yeah. The, the, the point that Patricia made or certainly, you know, the potential fear that some parents now, because I've some texts in, you know, about this as well, since talking there to Patricia Breffney, that, you know, the, the potential fear that some parents now might actually take their children out of the school. Like, is is that a reality? I've said to my wife, I wish we'd never built our house where we built it. Um, and that's not our fault. We, we did everything. We checked the flight path. We did everything that we were supposed to do. Um, and then this 
happen where the DAA have taken this new route. Um, and like we're like people would say to us, "Will you build near an airport?" And what do you expect? Mm. And it's it's such a strong on argument because we're nobody is disputing the fact that we're near an airport, but the airport were given plan and permission to go out on a particular route, and it was emphasised in consultations with everybody that this is the route that the DAA have promised us they're going to fly. And the moment they opened up, they went a different route and everybody's plans, anybody who lives in the community who are trying to raise a family, who are trying to reintegrate, all of their plans got scuppered because the DAA just decided, oh, we're now going to fly this way. Um, and it's incredibly okay. frustrating when you're, when you're is so there going involved to be, and engaged local community. Is there going to be a, a meeting or anything, Breffney, just finally? Like, what, what do you hope, I suppose, to... I know Patricia wanted to, to raise awareness about it, you know, because obviously the situation at the school, but I mean, is there anything you can well, do? We, we, well, well, we we have been very fortunate in that there's a, a strong local residence committee mm. in St. Margaret's in the ward who are lobbying with a lot of local... So that's part of your ward, really okay, and and that's and that's been fantastic in in them trying to understand what the situation is. Okay. And um, when you ask what we want from it, we we only want what the DAA had promised from the very start and what they were granted plan of permission for, which is to fly the routes out on the agreed path. Yeah. Well, it's, well Trisha it's mentioned that about the ident the uh, the ident the um, identified route and uh, I suppose the change um, that has come in since September of last year in 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 the most recent school term. Listen, I'll have to leave it there for the moment. Breffney, thank you for for getting in touch with us. Patricia Finnegan as well, vice principal of Kilcoskin National School. If this is look, if you're living in the ward that Breffney's talking about and you want to get in touch with come back to it I know we spoke about it previously but you can drop me an email lunchtime live at newstalk.com Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.